Hello and welcome to Claret and Blue. My name is Dan Robinson. I'm joined here by John Townley to talk about Leon Bailey for a bit. I thought he deserved his own little special mini podcast. He's not really prepped anything. I've, I've got one stat that I want to read out and I've uh, put a tweet out asking for fans' thoughts on Bailey this season as well and I'll read some of those. Obviously, we're doing this over the stream yard, but imagine me and John have met up after a game. We're in the pub. We're just chatting about Leon Bailey and how he's been this season. There's no kind of um, structure per se. We mentioned him on Monday's show uh, earlier this week, how, he's, how he was uh, instrumental on Sunday against Fulham, coming off the bench, being involved in the goal, looking lively. And that's kind of been his role this season, hasn't it? We talk a lot about a lot of starters and finishers and Leon Baylor is certainly a finisher in the sense of he comes off the bench and he's involved this season. He looks a different player, doesn't he, this year? Yes, I agree. I think he's probably playing his best football today. Maybe arguably in his career. I know that he came with big big pedigree when he joined Villa from Bayer Leverkusen and he had his you know like career best goal contributions. I think he was 26 in all competitions for Leverkusen. But the Premier League is a different kettle of fish and I'm sure he probably didn't expect to take you know, two years to adapt to the league, mm. but that's what it's taken. And if that has, you know, if that is the, um, if that's what has to happen for him to get up to speed in the league, and that, that, you know, I think that's okay because ultimately we've now got a player, I think, who isn't the very frustrating, unpredictable and reliable, I think as well. You didn't know what you were going to get from Bailey. More often than not, it wasn't the player that we thought we, you know, we had signed, mm. but now he's he's playing in a structure that suits him. As you said, yeah. then Dan, he's, he's a player that can come off the bench and make an impact as well. He's a player that Emery can trust to make that impact. He's becoming a player that when he comes off the bench, he's not winning games to Villa, but he's he's assisting, he's scoring. We saw it again at the weekend against Fulham. You know, without that, um, you know, that burst of uh, pace to get away from the defender, linking with John McGinn and a bit of quality to, to serve the ball to Ollie Watkins, Villa go 3-0 up. And without that, you know, I don't doubt Fulham would have probably got in the game anyway, like they did. And it would be in a, you know, a nervous 20 minutes. So Bailey is... You're genuinely quite a key player now for Villa. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, I don't know Leon Bailey, but the things I've read about him and the interviews I've heard, he seems to need that kind of confidence. I and mean, all footballers need confidence, obviously, to play well. But he needs that kind of faith in him from his manager, from his teammates, and I think like within himself, that kind of like reassurance that I am like I am a good player, like I deserve to be here. I, I trust in my body that I'm not going to break down. We saw when he had his injuries problems last year or the first year of when he missed, what, 12 or 13 games, I think it was, throughout like, the Christmas period. He comes back and you kind of think, I thought Leon Bailey was supposed to be quick. Like He seems to have lost that bit of edge of pace. Where I, I wouldn't say that was the case now. I felt like he trusts him, himself mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, to, to be a, an impact. You mentioned his goal contributions. He, he's played in 10 games in the Premier League this season and, and scored three and assisted three. He's only started twice. He's come off the bench in the other eight. So six goal contributions in 10. The stat I mentioned at the start, I'll get it out of the way. This was flagged up by who scored. He's got the most goals and assists per 90 in the Premier League this season. A minimum of five goals and assists combined. Leon Bailey is producing 1.58 goal contributions per game, which is more than at Haaland, Wilson, Salah, Nunes and Isaac. And obviously that stat is skewed a little bit by they all start games every single week and Bailey doesn't. That's still really impressive. Yeah, that proves the point that he's making an impact when he comes off the bench and he's, again, he's reliable in that way. Um, Mm. That's not to say that when he starts, he 
you know, he can't start because he's better off the bench or something. I don't know, but again, it's nice to have these. Different, I think there's something in that though. Yeah, I think it's nice just to have those different options for Emery. He does, he, you know, he doesn't have to start every game, which means he's fresher for European games, which he's played well in. He played well in the two games against Alkmaar, especially the away, uh, the away game, and we'll get onto his away form later on. But that was nice to see for a change. Yeah, to be putting up those sort of numbers, it's um, yeah, really impressive and. I think it just makes an impact. He brings something fresh to the pitch when he comes on. Whereas again, previously, you don't know what you were going to get. Was he just going to, mm. you know, get chalk on his boots, stay on the left side, and not really impact the game? But now he is. He's, he's you know, he's just taking the game by the for the, left, scruff of the neck. Sorry, when he comes on, uh, there were some quotes that he said, and he, he mentioned that he always thinks if I'm going to take a player on ten times, I know them. No, sorry, I know I'm going to beat them eight times, and that's because he's more fresh than them. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's yeah. coming off the bench and he's making a difference, so um, he's not wrong either. I mean, I don't know if he dribbles past ten players a game, but I suppose it's that mentality of he knows that he can if he sizes someone up, someone up, then he'll get past them. It's that self belief yeah. that he needs to to fulfil his game and potentially if he if he feels like he's not gonna get past his man, he, I feel like he goes within himself a little bit. Uh, you mentioned earlier about him like not being as frustrating, and I agree with that on the whole. And I think he is still frustrating at times, but I don't think that's a Leon Bailey problem anymore. I think it's just a he's a winger and they go through yeah. those phases of sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not so good. When he is coming off the bench in particular, he's been a he is an impactor now and somebody that Uno Emery can look towards and think, okay, we need something a bit extra, whether it's a second goal to kill a game or the opening goal to break the deadlock. I'm now looking at Leon Bailey as an option myself as well as as a supporter and thinking, okay, well, it's probably Leon Bailey time. He could probably do something here against tired legs. Whereas 18 months ago, we're thinking, I wouldn't bother bringing Bailey on because he ain't going to do anything. Yeah, well, we had the snapshot of it, didn't we, when he made his debut at Villa Park. We saw everything in those 21 minutes, him kind of blitzing through the Everton defence. But that encapsulated Leon Bailey in 21 minutes. It was, okay, you're going to get some flair, a bit of creativity, but then some you know unpredictability as well. But also injuries and frustration and it was well what's going to happen from here and he misses a lot of games that season in his first campaign I think Mm -hmm. he started seven matches in his first season which is really underwhelming Um, as you mentioned he had lots of different issues with his body and he needed that second season last season I think as you said done just to get that confidence in his body and it you know it wasn't by any means uh, you know a stunning campaign for him or anything like that but i think like this this season will be that because of the way he started his first three months have been really good so yeah fair play to him i think it takes a lot for a player to get that confidence in himself especially after those two seasons where as i say he, he comes to the club as one of three players who was supposed to replace Grealish, he was always going to attract the most attention as well because of the player he is but also that everyone knew who he was from um the bundesliga but no one really watched him, um, whereas everyone knew about Buendia, what he could give. You know, People would have seen what he's done in the Championship as well. Uh, and Danny Ings and those two players have played in the Premier League, but barely hadn't. So it, there was always going to be pressure on him from the get-go, and I just don't think he handled it particularly well. You know, he's moving to a different country as well. You always get, you know, issues with that. I don't know if that played its part, but yeah, it's nice to see that after uh, two years, finally, he's kind of, he's playing his best football now. And um, it might not be the player that Villa counts on week in, week out, but it's a player that you know that when he comes off the bench, more likely than not, he's going to make a solid impact. And that's all you, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I, I don't know what the title of this video is, but it's going to be something along the lines of like, I was wrong about Leon Bailey and I hold my hands up or whatever because I don't want this to be like me excusing my own opinion but I've said for a long time I didn't think Leon Bailey would cut it at Villa I thought if last season it might have been his last season and we'd look to try and maybe recoup some of the fee we'd pay for him I didn't think he was going to fit in 
But I said the same things about John McGinn under Steven Gerrard, which sounds mental now, considering. I said the same things about Matty Cash. Is he going to be the long-term right-back? Maybe he needs an upgrade. So I don't want to say that my opinions were wrong because I felt justified at the time. But Unai Emery has changed that as a coach. He's getting the best out of these players. He's put them into a system that works. So, yes, I was wrong about Bailey because he's better now than he was. But 12 months ago, 18 months ago, he was a frustrating player that didn't look like he offered much. But now he's in a system that works and he's coming off the bench with confidence and belief from the manager and he's getting results when he's on the pitch. All those things combined to go, there's a decent player there and he looks like a 30 million player that we signed. We can't lie. We didn't sign Leon Bailey to be an impact sub, but... I don't want to say it's gone wrong there because he should be what Diaby is in terms of that player that we rely on week in, week out to link with Watkins, etc. But sometimes football doesn't work out like that and not every transfer is going to work spot on. But if he can play his part as he is doing, as we say, off the bench in European games, you know, making a difference, then then fantastic because Villa are now at a point where, you know, we need a squad and every player is going to play their part, literally, you know, down to even, you know, a Dendonka, who I'd question has a future at the club. But as soon as Kamara gets his second yellow, uh, second yellow, sorry, uh, fifth yellow, or Louise gets a fifth yellow or something, then all of a sudden he will probably be have to be, um, you know, counted on. He'll play his part, presumably, at some point as well. So, um, yeah, it's nice to see that Bailey's capable of making that impact that I think we all know that he had in him. I'd never questioned his talent, but mm. I questioned, is he consistent enough? Does his, Is his body going to break down um, after he you know, sprints down the line? Is, he, is his hamstring going to go? And that was a genuine concern for the first two years of his career at Villa. You just hope yeah. now he's over those issues. And as I said, whenever he speaks as well, he, he's, he's much more um, confident and he's talking like he's genuinely, he believes in himself now. And I think, again, we all know that's key for the kind of position that he plays in because wingers are like that. They go hot and cold. Um, but in the first few minutes of this season, Bailey has been... Definitely been hot. There is the issue of the away form, I would say. Uh, I don't think that's all Bailey's fault because Villa, as a team, aren't consistent away from home. And I think it's probably reflected in what Bailey does as well. Um, you know, at home, he's playing well, as are Villa. And then away from home, we don't seem to have found that structure yet, maybe. But I don't think we've clicked. And I think that's definitely something that Unai Emery will be working on in these um, in these two weeks, in the two-week break now. Just to kind of round up his like, contributions so far and like, aims for the season almost, so from just from our perspective. As I said, two appearances, two starts in the Premier League, eight off the bench, 10 total, 344 minutes, three goals, three assists, mm-hmm. uh, four appearances in the Conference League with one goal so far. I don't want it just to boil down to goals and assists, but it's an easy way to measure yeah. a player, yeah, especially yeah. a forward player. How many goals and assists or goal contributions should Leon Bailey be getting this season? To be honest, I think for every forward player in the team, including John McGinn, he, he kind of let it slip um, at the weekend in the mix zone. But he said uh, double figures for, for each is my um, uh, target. And I don't doubt that's probably Bailey's target as well. And he's on the right track to get in there. I think that has, that has to be the target. If we limit it and just say, you know, in the Premier League, what's he got now? Three of each. Um, if we say, oh yeah, get six of each. Well, that's only double of what he's got in the first, you know, 12 that's games. So he's probably be more. Yeah, so... Let's not set ourselves low targets. We may as well be aspirational. And, you know, what's he got? 12 contributions in 17 games in total. I know those include the Hibernian games, but yeah. game's a game. You know, you're looking at 20 plus there, aren't you? So, um, yeah, it's been a very good start to the season for Bailey. But as I say, I, I am a bit concerned about that away form. But I would caveat on that and say Villa's away form itself isn't particularly good. I do have a stat about <laughs> Bailey away from home in this 
is since he joined Villa as well. So all eight of Bailey's Premier League goals have come at Villa Park, which is the most a player has scored in the competition with 100% coming at their stadium, which is quite remarkable. So no player in Premier League history has scored that amount of goals and they're all at home as well. That encapsulates Leon Bailey, I think. His contract runs out in the summer of 2025, so that's... uh kind of a question mark I would say that his contract is running down I would expect him to sign extended terms at some point throughout this season because even if Villa don't and Emery don't see him as the long-term answer to their problems going forward you don't let an asset depreciate by choice do you you sign him up to a new deal three or four years and then you sell them on when they've, when they've still got a value you don't let the deal run out unless there's a problem somewhere yeah and it's you know, giving yourself power in negotiations as well. There was interest in Bailey last summer, particularly from Saudi, as you can probably guess. Villa need to keep these players on longer contracts. For example, Louise is on, uh, what does he have left? I think it's three years, 2026, I believe, which isn't particularly long, even though he signed a contract only last year. So, you know, the years tick by <laughs> as such. So yeah, Leon Bailey, I would have thought, you know, put him on another three years or something. Um, you don't want to be in a position where teams come knocking for your players when they have 12 months left on their deal. Because mm. all of a sudden, that's when you're weaker in those negotiations. And um, not that we want to sell Leon Bailey, and I don't think he'd want to leave the club anyway. Uh, again, I think he's happy with his role, especially because Villa are playing in European football. I think it would be different if we didn't get Europe next year, for example. Then I think you're looking at some players and thinking, well, where's their game time going to come from? And are they happy just to come off the bench? I think Bailey's okay with that because he's playing part in a team who are going towards Champions League mm-hmm. football at the moment. Um, a team that are trying to go places and win cups. So Leon Bailey's best chance of doing that is probably with Villa, as I say, with a manager who has got all the experience of doing so. So yeah, I think he's very happy and it would be nice to um, yeah, pin him down to fresh terms and all of a sudden then I think it's pretty much a full squad that are on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, long contracts, you don't have to worry about that for at least another year. I put a tweet out before we started this asking for fans' opinions on, on Bailey as well, Villa fans. Uh, I've picked out nine. I had 30-odd replies at the time of recording. A lot of people saying the, the same kind of thing. So I'll read a couple out. If you want to jump in at any point and respond or answer the question, uh, you can do so. So from JF AVSC, he says, players need time to settle. He didn't get a pre-season when he joined as a way on international duty and then injured, if I remember correctly. And it was a team in transition post Grealish, more injuries than Steven Gerrard, then a new system under Unai. I've certainly been frustrated by him at times, and it had got to the point last year where I didn't think he'd turn it around. I'm obviously glad he has, and I'm hopeful he continues improving. He seems happy, and I'm happy for him. And that's pretty much how I feel, to be honest, which is why I've included that one. Yeah, and I think as well with that, it kind of gets to the point of maybe Leon Bailey, as I said, wasn't the play that we thought he might be. But that's not the end of the world because we have a manager who can you know, adapts different things and he can, you know, change how players um, operate. We've seen that with a, a few of the Villa players already and Leon Bailey's probably the biggest one in some ways because you know, John McGinn's another, but Leon Bailey because we've almost stripped down his responsibility, if that makes sense, under Gerrard and under Smith as well. There was an expectation that he was going to be the guy, I think. You know, yes, you've got a Buendir and a Danny Ings and an Ollie Watkins, but Leon Bailey comes with, as I say, he had so much pedigree. There was always so much hype around him. And when it comes to the Premier League, he's going to think he's going to, you know, he's going to beat players and he's going to whip balls into the top corner and stuff like that. But if you just take away that pressure and say to him, okay, mm. we're going to give you the opportunity to play your game in your own time, if that makes sense. Um, luckily, we have the luxury of doing that because we already have good players around him. But some players need that and that's how he's thriving, in my opinion. He's playing with players that he knows as well for a couple of years now. Um, Musti Arby as well, that he knows for a couple of years at Bayer Leverkusen. And he's operating in a system that suits him. And again, I think that's 
basically everything to do with what Emery's done. I don't doubt that if Emery wasn't at the club and we had a different manager and they didn't really see a, an opportunity for Bailey to play in that way, then he probably wouldn't be here, at least after mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah, I think that's probably saved his Villa career, to be honest, Emery coming in, but also fair play to him for kind of knuck, knuckling down. And he must have done a lot of work in... Uh, on his fitness and stuff over the summer as well because again he looks different in terms of how how he uses the ball how he can beat players and how he can sustain that as well because Villa have had a really hectic three months and I think he's only missed one game through injury which was the Brighton match I think credit goes to Bailey but also I do think that Emery is probably the reason why he's still at the club or will be at the club moving forward and once again, you've not seen any of these tweets, but you've pretty much said everything that these tweets were about to say in that little two-minute <laughs> thing there. But I'll still, I'll still read them out to give people the credit. Uh, CB82 says, he was always a good player. It was a different league and some early injuries were met with a lack of patience by many. I'm loving seeing him thrive in this team. Uh, FG10 says, Diaby has definitely helped, but it's obvious he's taken his game to a new level. I'm very happy for him. He seems to be enjoying himself here. It's a very good option in Europe and to come off the bench in the Premier League. Uh, Rach says, for me, he is more consistent at what he does when he's on the pitch and that has always been his main problem. He seems to trust himself and the system, so he excels within it. Whether he gets a new deal or not, we will see, but I wouldn't be against him getting one. Matt says, I think it's a twofold thing. I think he benefits from coming on against tiring legs and weary minds, and he seems to really thrive when the pressure is off. Coming on a goal or two up lets him relax and really show off his best. Unai clearly makes him feel appreciated too. I think that's an interesting one I said earlier about like the starters and finishers thing. You often hear like the phrase of like, oh, it's your shirt to lose or you don't hear that phrase. That's not that is, isn't it? But if someone plays well, you think, well, they play the next game. It's their shirt to lose. With yeah. Bailey coming off the bench and performing well, I almost think put him on the bench again next week and bring him off again. Because when he starts games, he tends to disappoint a little bit, which is such a weird dynamic that he plays well isn't rewarded with starts because he isn't as effective it's true I think as well when he first joined we just didn't see that explosiveness or that confidence or whatever it was I remember Mm. I think it was the Leicester game that we drew nil was it nil nil that we drew against Leicester Bailey was just so frustrating he would receive the ball and he'd he'd go one way and then the other but not really do anything and you just think it was as if he was like carrying an injury or something or he was just lacking Mm. so much belief in his own ability it was a shadow of the player that we thought we would have signed and at that point I did genuinely worry for him because I thought well if he can't get his um, confidence back or his body in shape to you know play in um, play in the Premier League then he's got no future at Villa so Again, that's why I put a lot of credit on him because he's clearly worked on his own game. Um, yes, Emery has a, kind of given him the opportunity to operate and to you know have a function in the team, but he's got to carry it out, and he's, that's what he's doing this season. He's he's been one of our best players, and again, coming off the bench, I don't think that matters. He's making an impact, and that's all you want from from your team. You know, if Zaniolo starts every game and he plays okay, and Bailey comes off and he's playing better than Zaniolo, well, well, it doesn't really matter because he's, as you say, Dan, his role coming off the bench is more influential, I suppose. If you swapped it around and brought on Zaniolo and started Bailey, maybe Villa don't win a game or they don't score more mm. than two goals. You know, it's that's exactly what Emery would be um, thinking of. It's not just about starting. And I don't doubt that he's spoken to Emery, uh, Bailey, sorry, in, you know, individual meetings and stuff as well, saying, you know, this is going to be your role sometimes. Don't you know? take any offence to it because I think that you're this good in what you bring off the bench. And that, that gives a player confidence. Yeah. You couldn't say to Bailey, we're going to start you every game because you've been this good. That would be lying. But if when he comes off the bench and says that this is your role and this is why you're doing so well, he'll listen to that and he'll take it on board and say, yep, you're probably right. And yeah. that's why I think he's got so much confidence. And footballers want to play as much football as possible. That goes without saying. But if you're Leon Bailey starting games, playing 
average or poorly and coming off on the yeah. hour mark, not contributing, would you rather that or come on for the last 25 minutes and score the winner? I'd rather the latter. Right. I'm sure he would as well and be the hero, be the match winner, be the person who's carrying Villa up the table. I'll just read out these final couple of tweets to end. Uh, Villa Talk 1 says, very important for us, but not as a starter, as we just discussed. The question is, will he be happy with that role or will he want more game time and look to leave? Well, we've literally just answered that, so I should have read that one before. Uh, Gav says, love it. Always wanted him to do well at Villa ever since that introduction versus Everton when he almost blasted a hole in the net. I'm very happy that under Unai, he's blossoming. He's trying harder, he's fitter, he's stronger, and more importantly, appears happy. Gaz says, getting played in the right positions and managed properly has helped. And he feeds off the fans this season, as you can see how happy he is on the pitch, playing with a smile. And to end, Rich says, he's one of the players who has benefited most from Unai Emery's appointment, I would argue. His contributions off the bench have been great. I would have started him over Zaniolo in recent games, but I feel his impact off the bench is too good to change. And I agree with all the sentiments of those supporters yep. who have sent their their uh, thoughts in. So thank you for, for responding to my tweet this morning. John, thank you for, for chatting through with me as well. We said this would be a, a 10 or 15 minute episode and it might be by the time I've edited it down, but we've got carried away and uh, recorded for half an hour. So we'll see how long this video comes out the, the other end. Uh, but I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking about Bailey, who I think deserves his little platform to, to get some appreciation. So um, yeah. I'm sure he'll follow this up by an absolute stinker against Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> John, thank you for joining me. Thanks everyone for watching this show. We'll be back later in the week with something fresh, uh, and then we'll be building up to that Spurs game next week. Uh, let's get this international break out of the way and see Villa back in action. Cheers everyone for watching. We'll see you soon.